Here we go. We are live. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. That's right. We're three grown middle-aged men that have trouble with technology and talk some shit for an hour. We're once again live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Doesn't matter where you are. If you want to ask some questions, get the chat going. You guys know we will answer you. Right out of London Comic Con, another busy con weekend, another crazy con weekend. Actually, we're going to talk a lot about London Comic Con today. Before we do get started, three amigos here. Actually, psychoanalysis cosplay Ali is saying, Hola, amigos. That's right, the three amigos. Hola. First off, well, I don't know who's who here, but uh, <laughs> Mr. Messiah uh, Complex Cosplay. Uh, uh, How's it uh, going, Jeff? Uh, oh, it's, it's, it's just a barrel of monkeys over here. And joining us as well. Rob the bad guy back again. I love how it's Rob the bad guy now and not my buddy Rob anymore. This is great. He gets to be his own person. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm blossoming into a real person. You know, I was really <laughs> hoping that my buddy Rob would stick like producer Jen, but apparently, you know, producer Nothing. Jen rolls better Nothing. off the tongue than Nothing. my buddy Rob. So <laughs> Jen, come on, you know, uh, there's our friend Megan. Oh, and there, there's Jamie. Jamie. Megan's joined. Oh. Jamie's joined. Hello, Jamie. Jamie at, uh, an enormous help at the booth this weekend. Oh <laughs> wow! I mean, maybe we should start you, there. Yeah. We um, we decided that we were going to go to London Comic Con, but we were invited. We mulled it over a little bit, and and basically after they twisted her arm, wink, wink, uh, <laughs> we decided that we were going to go to London Comic Con 2022. Uh, never even been to London Comic Con before. Didn't really know what to expect. Didn't know what the venue was like. Basically, we needed some help. And uh, Jamie was like, I'll help you guys. And left her kid at home with you know her fiance. Jumped in the car with us. Came to spend the weekend in London in a hotel room with a bunch of crazy guys. Um, so yeah, Jamie... You know, you rocked. Thank you so much for helping out. Um, yeah, she rocked the booth table all weekend. She really did. She did really an amazing did. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's our new. Uh, what, 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 what was it called? Um, What's her title? Uh, uh, well, I, if, if, if producer Jen is director of operations, I would assume she would be like the assistant to the director of operations, right? Yeah, I mean, I think she's more like warehousing uh, and fulfillment manager or something like that. One hundred percent, all coming up with titles. And Mike cannot just be asshole. By the way, we have to come up with legit titles for everybody. I listen. We're doing. We do this for fun, guys. We, uh, you know, the Geeks and Company is there to entertain. We're there to be there for the community as well as have some fun. So you know what? I mean, yes, we're gonna make up titles and we're gonna laugh about it. So cheers, everybody. Cheers A little to drink to. Director of Operations, Jen. Direct, yeah, so cheers to our Director of Operations. <laughs> Not swelling that head at all. Ill-gotten hugs. Hey, hey, yeah. Andrew, oh, hey, bud. Apparently, he was also at London Comic Con, and I missed him again. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, sometimes, even though the venue is... Uh, although, I will admit, and this is no slight to our friends at London Comic Con, that venue is Garbo. That is mm. not... A good venue and unfortunately there were vendors in little rooms like under yeah, escalators and i was like what the 
it's too segregated. It's too, it does not, it's not, a, the other venue that, that is typically get used is not super great either, but believe it or not, it's, I think it's actually better than this one. It's not as nice. It's an older building, but uh, hmm. yeah, that RBC center is just not good. So why do they do it there instead of the, the other well, venue? Is it a money thing? So, <laughs> so the funny thing is, so that there's, there's two cons there's a forest city comic-con and a London comic-con and they, and so, and they're two separate entities. So London gets two cons a year. And when the cons first came out, Forest City Comic Con was in the venue that we were in, and London Comic Con was actually at the Western Fair, which was a huge, a much bigger space, a much bigger area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, back to the Agriplex. Um, and then Forest City Comic Con ended up going to Centennial Hall, which is the other one that's there, which is the the, the smaller venue, but it's only on two floors. And for whatever reason, London Comic, well, I know the reason, but it, I'm not going to get into it because it's long and drawn out. They moved into this venue. Uh, thinking it would be a better spot for them, and, it, and it's just not. It's it's not it's not it's not laid out to facilitate a comic con. There's mm -hmm. there's too like you said. There's too many off rooms. There's too many corners yeah. to go around. There's too many. There's too much separation. Having the one big room upstairs is nice, but it's not enough. So I I don't know. I don't know what the alternative is. Here yeah, I mean the one big room upstairs is great. It's just not big enough for the size of con that they're putting together. No, and uh, they I would need double that floor space really. Yeah, they ideally. have locked into this place for five years, but that was pre-pandemic. So I don't know mm -hmm. how that works. Uh, but th the key that they wanted to do, the venues they were using before wouldn't give them the same date year after year. The venues that they were using kept on shifting the dates around depending mm -hmm. on what other things were happening. This place was the first place that would give them the same date year after year after year, like your Fan Expo, like your Toronto Comic Con, right? The same weekend, essentially. So... Uh, really, Thunder like Bay Expo had. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. You go. You go. You go. Uh, Freakish was just saying. Sorry, it's Thunder Bay Expo. He was at. Uh, oh, he was saying. So Thunder Bay Expo had two buildings separated by a big parking lot, but it felt nice and small and connected. I mean, I I will say that about London Comic Con is it didn't feel like a big giant con, but it was still packed with people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it didn't feel like it would take me two hours to get from one building to the next. Because we didn't have to go from one building to the next, I could still just go downstairs and visit the Doctor Who booth or whatever was going on. Uh, but it, there was still a lot of people, and there was still constant traffic, and you know, so yeah. And that's what Megan's saying. Really, she's like, I like this location way better than where Forest City is. Um, Toxic Fox was saying there are definitely people I didn't even see because I was upstairs, and that—that's more what I'm talking about is the mm -hmm. level of separation. Uh, Hypergate saying used to be. Uh, in the progress center in Agriplex, it has better flow in general. Yeah, especially the Agriplex. So there's there's a there's a huge group of buildings here called the Western Fair, and they have a giant, like a huge place called the Agriplex. And they the last year London Comic Con was at the Western Fair. That's where they had it. It's just one giant fucking room, which I think is the best way to hold a Comic Con. For as sure, opposed to having all this you know mm -hmm. separation and segregation and such. But yeah. That was the first time that I've been to London Comic Con. And, you know, even uh, like Fan Expo, I realize it's significantly larger con, but they had all the same problems. This yeah. is just on a smaller scale, right? Yeah. Fair exactly. enough. I mean, from the north building to the south building. Oh, yeah. And even people yeah. packed into like under the escalators and in nooks and crannies. And yeah. yeah. And... Well, when you're drawing 160,000 people, you got to put them somewhere. Sure. Put them somewhere, right. So. And London just doesn't have a big like the next biggest venue would be like the arena, like like the like mm. the Budweiser Gardens. But I mean, that's 
you'd really have but i mean most of that is just well i mean you could probably i guess you could i don't know how much floor space would be available there it's mostly like I imagine it would cost a lot more though I, it would be insane yeah. it would be sick yeah Narina like, would be way more expensive yeah that one they yeah. Come yeah. Here, so. yeah uh rachel z here on facebook is a uh, rachel z uh is saying uh yeah that would suck especially if it was raining i'm assuming you're talking about the two buildings being separated by a parking lot yeah i can only imagine if you've got a con going on and it's pouring rain and then you got to cross a big giant parking lot to get from one to one building to the next, it's like, well, screw it. I'm not even going to go to the other building, right? And that's where you get people that spent the weekend there and didn't see other people that spent the weekend there. Yeah, and it's you some know live on that. Like Dragon Con is in eight hotels. Yeah, I don't get that. And some of them aren't even connected. Like some of them, like there's a jump between kind of thing. So mm -hmm. yeah, if that's and I get it because sometimes you would be able to segregate it out so that, you know, list this, all the anime is here and then all the vendors are here and then all the celebs are here. So you can kind of pick and choose what you're going to see and what you're not. But then at the end of the mm -hmm. day, it's too much, man. Just give me one big fat building. There's a shit ton of comments. <laughs> There's so many comments. Hypergate says they have a contract at the RBC place right now. So we'll have to see yes. for the future. Uh, uh, part of the reason why they uh, didn't is because of the Western Fair. No, it's it's they didn't care what the weekend was. They used to have it in October for London Comic Con. They didn't care what the weekend was. They just want to make sure it was the same weekend every year, and and the fair couldn't give them that because they do so many different events at the fair over the course mm -hmm. of the year. I guess Calgary Expo had two massive buildings, so I'm used to Expo being split. I have heard Calgary Expo is across several buildings. I didn't think it was two. I thought it was like even, like more than that. Yeah, same. Dorkside. Yeah. I was at Fan Expo for four days and never went to the North Building. Yep. Same. I mean, we had to go to the, through the North Building because we were parked in the North Building. But other than just walking through it to get to our booth, we didn't spend any time in the North Building. No. No. Although producer Jen, sorry, director of operations Jen says, I have to say the people who worked at the RBC place that helped during setup were A++++. They really were. I completely agree. Yeah. So uh, let's start there. Um... So we show up in London on, when was it? Friday, I want to say. So first of all, there was a shit ton of traffic driving to London, okay? Traffic from Oshawa to London was ridiculous. We were stuck in traffic the whole way. We had to stop. At one, I think we stopped twice on the way up. It ended up taking us like three and a half hours to get to freaking London. So we finally get there, and um, people were super nice and like, yeah, yeah, just come and unload and blah, blah, blah. And okay, cool. So bring the cars to the loading dock and we start unloading shit and their staff is taking our stuff and putting it on carts. We're like, okay, cool. Yeah. So they're even loading the carts for us. That's amazing. First thing I know, they're taking off with the carts and they're yeah. going to our booth to drop them off at our booth. And it's like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to set up for us as well? <laughs> <laughs> Just kick back with a cigar. And <laughs> like like the they were stock. amazing. I mean, you they go, were. Oh, you, you got this. Oh, yeah. They were oh, go, nice. go, go, and they were taking all our stuff up. They did a bunch of trips, making sure that we got all our stuff to the booth. Uh, they were really good. They were quick. And then after the, after the fact, you saw a lot of them roaming the show with their RBC Place vests on or, or sweaters or whatever they were, they were uh, shirts. And they were all into it, right? Like, they were taking pictures at the 501st booth. They were taking pictures at our booth, and they were, you know... So, yeah, the staff at RBC Place was, On point, I mean, yeah. yeah, those guys are amazing. The London Comic-Con staff, I'm not going to talk shit about any other convention, but I will say this, the London Comic-Con staff knows what they're doing. They have their shit. Hey! 
There she is. She just got home. They have their shit together. They know what they're doing. They're organized. There's no messing around. It's they're on the ball. Yeah, that's what Brittany's saying there too. They had volunteers asking if we vendors needed breaks too, which was nice. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, it's listen. It was really, really nice. Um, Hi, producer Jen. It's director of operations. Thank you. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not mess with the titles. So yeah, um, London Comic Con overall. Uh, if you're a vendor, highly, highly, highly recommend. <laughs> unless you get uh, stuck in some little room in some. Well, place. unless you yeah, get stuck in some little room under an escalator somewhere, yeah. that was. Yeah, I I don't know because they weren't getting any traffic there. Like we went through in our predator costumes, and the artists are just standing talking around to each other upstairs. It's rammed, and the artists downstairs are just twirling their thumbs, and it's like, oh man, poor guys. Like, I bet you people didn't even know they were there. Half the like half of these little rooms, we didn't even know they were there. Anyway, yeah, yeah, and stuff and stuff. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I've seen stuff uh, like posts on on Instagram from people that were there that I had no idea they were even there. Yeah. <laughs> Megan says, says that Valkyrie girl says, you mean you didn't have an empty hall when you arrived at the end of loading time? No, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it has happened where we... The good news is I found our spot. The bad news is there's, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one well, as hell trying to bring our shit to our non-existent booth at that con, I can tell you that. Well, no, it was more like you have 10 minutes, get in, get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> to be fair, once we started bringing shit in, they got their asses in gear oh, and they, they built our booth. 100%. Once they and realized, they oh shit, there's somebody here, yeah. they got things going and, you know, but yeah, no, you know. Vendors, please make sure your tables are ready. The show starts in five minutes. And we're like, tables? What table? <laughs> we don't have tables. We don't have a booth. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it, it is what it is, but yeah. What it is. My uh, here we go. Photos by Benjamin Comic Con. Fan Expo at one point, I headed to the North Building. One of the escalators was down. I remember that. Leaving only one with a long wait just to get on. Turned and just headed back to Cosplay Alley. So the escalator went down halfway through the day and was down all the way through to the end of the day. So this guys, is, imagine this, okay? This I think it was on Saturday. Way. It was either on Friday or Saturday. Oh, no, it was on Saturday. It's rammed with people, right? Like they overbooked Saturday. There was more people than they've ever had. The escalator goes down and now you've got like 40,000 people trying to get out of the North Building off of one escalator. If what it a wasn't for the mess. fact that it was Fan Expo, if it wasn't for the fact that it was the biggest con in the country every year, I, I wouldn't even. It, it's it, the, it fucking sucks. Like the the venue is terrible. Like even when you get to the South Building, you gotta go down to like the ninth circle of hell. By the time you're gone down, like the twenty seven escalators to get there. Yeah, sub basement yeah, no, fourteen. It's, yeah, dude, it's, it's awful. But again, same thing. It's the biggest venue there. But it's a big space. Exactly, it's mean, the biggest right? space in the city. Right. Yeah. So that's uh, where they have it, and like idiots, we all go and Jordan. Oh shit! Pentacle oh, cosplay seven fourteen. What's going on? Hey, buddy. I feel like Jordan's turning a corner. I think he is too. <laughs> he just he's joining earlier and earlier yeah, now. He, better, he saw yeah. how cool this is, and he's like, "I got to get in this earlier. I don't care what I get." <laughs> so, uh, London Comic Con was a two day event. 
Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Toxic Fox says, my booth buddy refuses to bend at FanX. Sorry, because it's a nightmare set up and yeah. tear down. Yeah. Setup wasn't too bad. Tear down. <sighs> yeah, I had, had like uh, anxiety about London simply from what happened at the tear down from Fan Expo, but it was not even comparable. No, yeah. because at London Comic Con, like literally, we just took the escalator right down to our cars and loaded our cars and left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From I mean, that standpoint, that. it was amazing. But. <laughs> yeah, Fan Expo was like, if you're not out by ten o'clock, we're just gonna throw your shit out the front door. Well, oh, and no, by I... the way, we timed this perfectly <laughs> to shut it down when the Jays game's ending and some other massive thing. So, oh yeah, don't. Yeah, it took us two like an hour just to turn the corner. Two just to get out of. The North yeah. yeah, it was ridiculous. That's there was, trauma. yeah, there were three events going on at the same time. There was a Jays game. There was the X. Oh, the X. That said, it was the X to boot that weekend. It all closed at the same time. Yeah, it all closed at the same time. So you had all these people trying to get out of town. So, yeah, it was ridiculous. But, hey. Anyway. So, London Comic Con. Let's forget about Fan Expo. London Comic Con. Fuck Fan Expo. Uh, No, no. Listen, Fan Expo is amazing. I love Fan Expo. Fan Expo is my my con. That's that's the one that I've, that I, you know, yeah, it is. It's the biggest con in Canada, right? So, of course. Um, Back to London. Oh, for now, Fuck but London. Show. So London yeah. was a two-day thing. Um, luckily, we were able to not only unload but set up everything on Thursday. Sorry, on Friday. Um, we were also lucky that we were assured that that room on the second floor overnight was locked. So they were going to lock that room, which meant that if something got stolen, it was stolen by a vendor, right? Somebody that was there before they emptied the crowd. So, you know, they were locking the room. There was security there all uh, overnight. Um, and then Saturday morning when we got there, it was just a matter of setting up, getting into our Predator costumes. And the crowds hit real early, real fast. Like Saturday morning by... Like the show technically opened officially at 10. By 10, it was already rammed. I'm like pretty sure there ridiculous. was a quite a big lineup there, even before ten. When when I went to meet Jeff outside, there was a giant lineup there. Was there not? There was. Yeah, which was good. Yep. Jeff's so angry. Jeff need nap. Correct, on both accounts. <clears throat> Sorry, I can't tell you. Pop con plagues. It's toxic fox. Yeah, we're <laughs> all suffering. Uh, Victoria it was. It was so scary walking amongst the Jays fans after being in Happy Nerdy Land. Uh, William saying, yeah, it took me over two and a half hours to get home from Fan Expo on Sunday. I don't know where you are, William. Corey saying, us Jays fans don't bite and we're very nice unless they lose. Ariana saying, they always that always happens, though, plus the millions of kids coming out of Disney on ice when it's around. Victoria saying, unfortunately, I think the Jays lost that day. And yeah, that wasn't a good time well, for big us. Surprise. Sorry. Big surprise. The Jays yeah. of Anyway. Don't yell at don't yell at us. It's not our fault. We're just nerds. We don't care what yeah. you're sport ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jeff, unfortunately, you weren't with us on Saturday. Just rub it in, why don't you? And uh I kind of feel like Saturday is the day where all the really, really cool stuff happens. Yep. I'm just gonna sit back and you guys take uh, it. Uh I'm not trying to rub it in, but I'm not trying to be a jerk. What are you doing? It's like <laughs> you know. Uh but on Saturday, uh not only did a, a first of all a bunch of people showed up, which was amazing. I love that people show up and just come and hang out. You know, it means the world that you guys would just 
you know, basically come and hang out at our booth. You know, I mean, that's why we do it. But on Saturday, I don't know, 11, 1130, this lady comes through the con and she basically, basically, you know, it's like, I'm like, yes, <laughs> you know, I'm knocking on my helmet. She's like, Dane and Dakota can hear you, but they can't see you. You need to go to their table. Okay, cool. But there's like a crowd, right? Like we're taking pictures and, you know. So at one point I'm like, okay, I'm like, Jen, go go make sure that they're there. And <laughs> if they're both there, we'll, we'll head that way. So, well, we by the way, folks, that. if you don't know who Dane and Dakota are, we're talking about uh, uh, Dane DeLegro, DeLegro and Dakota Beavers. Uh, Dane DeLegro being the Predator in the new Prey movie. And uh, Dakota playing... Damn, I always forget the name of the character. The brother. He plays Naru's brother uh, in the movie. And uh, as we're coming up to their table... Dame pulls out his phone and starts filming us and does a reel for his Instagram, which we promptly downloaded and posted everywhere. So I'm sure you guys have all seen that. Uh, but he was basically filming us coming. And then he just came out from behind his table, and so did Dakota. We chatted for like 15, 20 minutes and shook hands and took pictures and talked about the uh, like our suits. We didn't really get a whole lot of time to get into his suit, which is what I really wanted to know about. Luckily, at the end of the day, <laughs> me and Rob, we're in the yeah. back. We've had enough, right? It's like, I don't know, 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock or whatnot, and we've had enough, and we're tired, and we just want out of the suits. So we get undressed, and we change, and we're having a bite in the back because we've got our own little change room next to our booth. So I don't even have my in, shoes on at this point. And yeah. neither did I. I was bare, but my feet were hurting so bad that for sure I, I, I didn't have any shoes on. And Jen comes running in the back, mouth full of crackers. <laughs> yeah. He's at the booth. Get out there. We're like, what? She's like, Dane Who's is out the there. Yeah. <laughs> so put my shoes on and you run out there. And yeah, Dane and Dakota were just at our booth hanging out. Uh, and they hung out for another like half hour at the booth. Uh, yeah. Just chit chatting and talking and checking out our merch and yeah and videos and Dane was showing us like pictures and videos off his phone he showed us little clips that that he caught that didn't actually make the movie uh talked about the suit how the suit was made and and his experience in the suit the video of him sweating in the suit yeah i mean we thought we were hot in our suits he showed us this clip of him flexing his arm and sweat just pouring out like pouring out it's like and it's like wringing out a cloth nasty. <laughs> yeah you know uh he did that for like 16 hours in a day yeah here we well are. to be fair he's paid handsomely for it and you nerds true, do it for true. free I so he is 100 percent for a couple hundred grand yeah 100 <laughs> percent uh, he is wearing a headpiece, a, a animatronic headpiece that weighs like 15 or 20 pounds. Yeah. So one of the things he was telling us is the whole time he's filming, he's looking down the head, the predator's head is on his head and it looks up and he's looking through the neck. So when he's filming, he's looking down at his feet for the whole movie. 
He's not looking ahead at all. He's looking at his feet. So he's having to do everything looking down. So he's saying, you know, spending 13 hours a day looking down at the ground with 15, 20 pounds on your head. He had to train, I think he said, for how, how long was like it? Do you remember? Three months he had to train his neck. It's three months or six months or whatever it was. He had to train his neck just to be able to support the headpiece. And he said he still has neck pains from it. Yeah. So... I think, you know, whatever they paid him, they got him at a deal as far as I'm concerned because he's probably going to have neck pains for the rest of his life from that damn thing. But it looked friggin' amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali says, saw it, as in Dane's video. Uh, Jamie says, the boys are here, which is what, you know, Dane is, is saying that to Dakota. He goes, hey, Dakota. And he's filming, and he turns towards us, and he's like, the boys are here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, they were both super engaged all weekend. Really, really awesome to have them over. It really was. They were amazing. Forged by Light, y'all's Predator suits are fire. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. I bet their physio in, in Cairo <laughs> uh, on set was wild. Uh, Dane was saying he did have, I can't remember if it was a physio. He was a physio or a massage therapist, or he had somebody on set working with him every day. Uh, because yeah, I can only imagine like he must have been in horrible pain every day. Moisturizer. Every day. I must have been ridiculous. <laughs> Takes a little bit more than moisturizer. Moisturize me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh Loki Quinn cosplay says that'll lower, kill your neck and shoulders. Lower. Yeah, sure. <laughs> lower. <laughs> not, not that kind of masseuse, Rob. Not that kind of masseuse. You don't know. You weren't on set. Well, fair enough. I do not know. I was not on set. It's a good looking dude. Uh we've got some comments on Facebook dude. and uh uh Rachel Z says for pre-purchase pass holders, I was in line around the bend of the street. It was long, but my friend and I actually got through pretty quickly. I uh I didn't see the lineup. At all. Uh, once we got in our suits, I mean, we went downstairs at one point, but it was later in the day, so there was no longer a lineup at that point. If it was anything like the Fan Expo lineups, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it's, the lineups can get pretty stupid. Uh, again, photos by Benjamin Comic-Con. Thanks to Benjamin Barry, a.k.a. Iron Man. Told me not to drive into Toronto, but catch the train in Burlington. Made life easier for sure. Although I very much doubt that Ben took the train in. Um, There's no way he's carrying that Iron Man suit on a train. Uh, But maybe that was his experience. The traffic was stupid and he's like, yeah, just don't. The train is definitely (laughs) the the way to do it if you got a lighter costume and you can do it. Yeah, 100%. Okay, ladies, let's let's settle down. Uh, Director of Operations, Jen, can you imagine working physio on a seven-foot-tall predator? And Jamie says yes, and I have a great imagination. Oh, okay, okay. Settle down, oh. settle down. Kid-friendly show here, guys. Kid-friendly show. And rated R territory here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gotta go through the Patreon to get to that show. That's right. That's <laughs> the after show. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, I want to keep talking about London Comic Con, but I, I, I do want to quickly ask you guys, have you guys seen Andor yet? I have not. I have. I have watched all three episodes. Okay, so you've watched all three. Rob, you haven't watched any, and I watched the first two last night. Uh, without spoiling it for Rob uh, or for me, I, I've already had... Yeah. 
Geek Boutique That's After Dark. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we'll you have to sign up to pay. Yeah, you'll have to sign up to Patreon for that one. <laughs> um, I watched the first two episodes, and although I liked it, it had a bit of a different feeling than I was expecting, which I don't know why. But um, the first two episodes are very slow. Now. I, from what I understand, the third episode is not slow whatsoever, and it, it's basically a springboard to basically nothing but action. And from what I understand, there's going to be a lot of action coming in the next few weeks. But what are your impressions so far? Yes, I'm talking Rob? to you, Jeff. Yeah, Rob, I haven't seen it. Rob, what are your impressions so far? I haven't seen it yet, yeah. I have not seen it. I'm still uh, uh, watching uh, episode one of uh, Rings of Power last night, so I'm getting yeah. there. But <laughs> oh. Episode one of Rings of Power was horrible, 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 horrible. Same thing. It, it, it you need to get to episode three before things start happening. And, and that's fairly typical for you know, for a lot most, of shows. Yeah, right? they gotta yeah. Some time I didn't think it was character. horrible. Like actually, I thought it was better than I anticipated. But uh, I'm more of a, a Game of Thrones type person than I am the Rings of Power. For sure, House of the Dragon is way better than Rings yeah. of Power. Yeah, is it? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I suppose it depends on what you're more. It's, uh, I, 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 right? Yeah, it's definitely better. Um, what's my impressions of Andor? Yeah, yeah it's. It, I, I am. I I have concerns. Um, I, I only have concerns because do you remember how we were talking beforehand? We were hoping it would be not hoping, but like maybe there would be a uh, a grander story that is is playing out even though it's called Andor that casting Andor wouldn't necessarily be like the central focus mm-hmm. of what of the action and, and through three episodes he he absolutely is like there's there's mm-hmm. no question you're getting all of his backstory you're getting all of his machinations of what he's into um through three episodes thus far it's really um I'm trying to think of the, the a way to word it without sounding like I'm shitting on it, but it's 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 kind of like I, I'm having a hard time figuring out. Like, I obviously we all know where it's going, right? Like, this is five years, but five years BBY is what they call it, which for the uninitiated is battle five years before, before battle, yeah. yeah. So, I, 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 it seems directionless. I, I can't, I can't see what, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's happened. Like, I don't know what. Like the rebellion doesn't exist yet, that's the key. So I know that's what we're going to see. We're going to see essentially the birth of the rebellion. Um, but mm-hmm. the first three episodes, especially the first two, you're talking about JS. You 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 can't see any of the linkage. Like it doesn't like you you're, you you it, that doesn't look like what's being set up. Well, the link's going to be Stellan Skarsgård, right? I think no, clearly no no. no. He's so obviously three, you'll see yeah. He's part of the rebellion, right? And oh, and he's yeah. the one bringing Cassian into the rebellion. Right, and then once that that happens, Spoiler I think alert. is where it's gonna all. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, right? I mean, I haven't even seen the third episode. Um, but well, that that's my guess and assumption. I still good. think. I, I think that was. I think that was fairly well established through the the material and the trailers and such, right? That that's yeah. sort of what the role was going to be. Yeah. Uh, uh, what are you thinking of those flashbacks? I fucking hate them. It's already a prequel. Which is the which is the shittiest of the quills, right? The laziest of the quills is the prequel, and now you're putting flashbacks in my prequel, and it's like some weird fucking Lord of the Flies bullshit. I feel thing. like what, that needs to be that? a new T-shirt. It's the laziest of the quills. It is. 
You already know where it all ends up. Shit, this one's even worse. We even know where this leads to a prequel. It's a prequel of a prequel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so frustrating. So, so frustrating. Having said that, I will say two things about it, and then I will stop my ranting. One, it's beautifully shot. Absolutely it really is gorgeous and i don't know who's doing the score i keep meaning to look it up but the music is it's, a, it's really epic. good it's, it's really good music it's like it's, yeah it's literally it doesn't feel like the music from like the mando music is cool and it's iconic but it still feels like like a television like you keep getting that same like you keep getting that same refrain over and over again to let you know that you watch them. but this stuff is like it's changing for every scene to help set the mood and the tone. And it's, and it's, it's huge. It's, they did a really, really good job with the score. Just, yeah. If you, if you don't like the Cassian Andor character, I, 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 I dare say after watching three episodes, I, I don't like him anymore now than I did going into it. So I, I have a feeling this one's going to be a bit of a struggle for me. And you know, that's the first thing that I said, because, okay. So I should, can we spoil like the opening scene? Well, I don't know. Like that. Yeah. I, I, should you, it can came we out, spoil like, though, but it's the opening scene of the damn show. I'm going to spoil the opening scene of the show. Okay. Right, I'm going to do that right now. Cassian shoots a guy. And I'm like, the first thing I said, I turn around to Jen and I'm like, they're not really trying to make us like this guy any more than we already did. Well, do they? Dude, the, his first scene in Rogue One, he does the exact same thing. He 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 kills an unarmed, he, wounded guy. Yeah, the dude is not a good guy. No, he's not a good guy at all. Um, and and I'm wondering if that's not what they're trying to show the other side of the medal, right? Like the two extremes uh, are no better than. Stop making Jeff so angry. Called it. <laughs> I yeah, because Jen yesterday was like, "Oh my God, Jeff's gonna hate these flashbacks." I don't, I don't hate it. I just don't love it. So I'm confused here. Should I watch it or not? Yes, hundred percent. After the first episode, I was not sure if I was going to continue. Second episode, interest is increasing. The third episode, I can tell you, yeah, like JS is alluding to, it, it definitely. It still doesn't get where it's going by all means. Like it's it's not, but it's it's yeah. It's much more action packed. There's a lot more, I guess, things happening. There's consequence of the first two episodes in the third episode. So, but this is a long season, though, isn't it? He did Corella Succession. Don't look up. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, whoever's composing that, I'm gonna have to look up some other work of his because holy snap, and the music's really good. Yeah, sets are pretty. Yep, that opening. Yeah, the opening scene where he goes to the bar or whatever. Yeah, like that's all. That's it's gorgeous. It looks like it's cranked right out of a movie. I don't know. Are they using the volume for this one too? I don't know. That might be interesting to find out because it don't kind know. of the way the the epicness of the sets. It looks it's either CG or it's the volume for sure. Like it's, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of buildings for being in the volume. Yeah, maybe I don't know, Mando. So I don't know. There's a lot of like Mando goes to like a bunch of different planets and shit, like water worlds and fucking desert worlds. Yeah, like but the, you don't spend a lot of time in big towns with a bunch of buildings. It's yeah. mostly small towns and open areas and fields and forests and you know what I mean. So I, I don't know worlds in the galaxy, stunning work. Yeah, like like yeah, like I said, I think they've maybe learned their lesson a little bit from from the book of Boba Fett, where we're not just gonna have it in one fucking town the whole time. We're gonna. I will say this. Travel around a bit. Andor looks and feels like Star Wars. Yeah. Where a lot of the newer stuff I felt like 
part of what is disengaging me is it doesn't feel and look like Star Wars to me anymore. Uh, don't get me wrong, Mando, 100%, Book of Boba Fett, for sure. I'm talking about more the movie side of things. Oh, it, it didn't okay. feel and it didn't feel Star Wars to me. This does. Okay, that's uh, fair. The epicness of the music, the sets, the look of the old, dingy, grimy, you know, there's an old quality to Star Wars, right? There's an old, beaten up, dingy quality to it, which I think they're, they've really hit the nail on the head in this show. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where they go. Uh, it, this seems to say StarWars.Fandom.com is a wiki-type site. It seems to be saying that it's, there's 24 episodes. Really? I'll just, just, go to IMDb. just go to IMDb. IMDb will tell you exactly how many. I know there's already a second season. I thought the trend was to reduce the episodes. That's, I mean, it typically is. Surprised they're not at four episodes mm-hmm. now. Now I have the damn Mandalorian song stuck in my Yeah, me too. Damn, right? hey, I'm so sorry. That's, that's in my, my bad. That's 100% my bad. <laughs> it's all your fault. It's always Jeff's it's fault. Always, it's always Jeff's fault. 100%. Um, This what doesn't say... 13. What? Sorry, Episode 13 nine. episodes. Oh, sorry. I see what they're talking about. No, that's not it. Yes. So there are 24 episodes total because it's already been renewed. Oh. Looks like we may have lost Jeff. Oh, right? Really? No. There you are. You're back now. Back. Ah. Uh, there's 12 episodes in season one. Clogs in the tubes. Okay, 12 episodes. Well, it's better than the six or eight episodes that we've been getting of everything else lately. No, the the key is is I guess Stellan Skarsgård let slip a few months ago that they were already starting to film or looking to start filming season two before the Disney had even announced that there was going to be a season two yet. And they were already filming. Interesting. Yeah. So it, the the assumption is it'll be another twelve for season two. So there's your there's your twenty four, right? Perfect. I mean, I prefer a couple of extra episodes. It felt like a sharp contrast. Yeah, I, I keep seeing people refer to it as Star Wars for adults, which I I apologize is is to me is very anti Star Wars, but again, it is a different take. So we'll see how it goes and, and see what happens. I mean, you had a sex scene. Mm-hmm. Is that has that ever happened in Star? Uh, spoiler alert: you, you don't know who. I'm just saying there is a sex scene, an alluded to sex scene, some heavy petting, and then the next morning, like, "Where's my coffee? Make me a sandwich," kind of thing. So it's. <laughs> It's, you get a sandwich? <laughs> no, I, I ask. <laughs> never get one. I ask. No, no, no. Uh, you the, can ask uh, as much as you want, bud. But so yeah, you I know. don't know. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to make it gritty and grounded and such. And I'm like you, Jace. I like that. I like that it looks dirty and you like it. It, it even calls to mind um, uh, Tatooine um, mm-hmm. in the Phantom Menace, even. When they're on the planet, they're looking for the parts and everything else, and everything's just like grimy and like in the junkyard. Yeah, even, like yeah. the whole, the whole yeah. That, that all looks great, and that's very reminiscent of that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We, well, are, we haven't seen any those, sand yet, so, and we haven't yeah. seen Tatooine yet, so I'm good with that because it feels like you know every world in Star Wars is a desert planet or a snow planet. 
Once you get up to the rim, I want to see more like the empire controlled, like the real empire controlled worlds, like the real core worlds. Because we get to see Coruscant and we don't really get to see anything else, right? It's like you're saying, like we see Coruscant and then we kind of see all the rim worlds, like the outer rim stuff. Or the yeah, world. we don't see we don't a lot of the really core worlds. We see a lot of the other. No. Well, I mean, if they're under empire control, I mean, there's no war going on there, right? I mean, they're right. under empire control. Now, we assume, though, that I feel like a show. Sorry, yeah, man. a show like this that's going to explore, you know, the birth of the Rebel Alliance. You're probably going to see more of the core worlds, you know, crazy missions, suicide missions, bombing missions, you know, into some of those core worlds. So we might actually get to see more of that in a show like Andor. You got to see more of that in Rebels. Okay. So that was one of the things of Rebels is is it wasn't one of the core Empire controlled worlds. Um so yeah, I, I, I think we're gonna get to that. I do. His I'd origins like when, might be outside in the outer rim. Yeah. But he's quickly gonna be involved more in the core worlds for sure. For me, Mando, like that the second season of Mando, probably my favorite episode was was the Bill Burr episode in the second season when they when they go to the Imperial Control world and they have to get mm -hmm. a or whatever that was such a great episode and really gives you a sense of uh, e even post Jedi how how much the Empire still has and how much how, how dastardly they are and this is not quite the height of the uh, the Empire's power but it is like from what I understand it's not this isn't even like pre Rebel Alliance this is like there's certain little pockets of quote unquote resistance and no, but they don't even know that each other exists. Like it's there's, well, there's I don't know. Like, that's what I read. That's, that's I don't I know because you're five years before the battle of Yavin. You're going to tell me that in five years they mobilize and they basically build an army. Ah, like I, I, I feel like at this point in the timeline, the rebellion already exists. It's the early years of the rebellion. That's but it, it has to already right. exist. So my, I, I, I don't what know. I understand, that's what Stellan Skarsgård's role is: is to to take these little pockets that don't know about each other and to somehow bring them all together. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting you to see. That makes sense from a storyline perspective. Yeah, it'll also be interesting to see if they somehow bring Ahsoka into this, because who? Ahsoka. I don't know who that uh, is. You don't know who Ahsoka is? No, I have no idea who that is. Are you serious right now? Like, dude, go to bed. You're drunk. A what? Ahsoka? Uh, like an Italian dude? So Ahsoka... That was me up until about a year ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, she was Fulcrum. She was a rebel agent. She was basically one of those spies that would steal secrets from the Empire and pass it along to the Rebel Alliance. Um, so again, it, it'll be interesting to see if they somehow include a, maybe a de-aged Rosario Dawson as a younger Ahsoka. I, I don't know. Something for season two, season three, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of characters from Rebels. So it doesn't bother you guys at here. all that we already like we already know where this is going and then where it's going even from that. Like you've got like the next two stages of this. Like that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't stick in your cry even a little bit knowing it does. It's a prequel to a prequel. It does. Okay. Um as long as they're telling a good story, I'm okay with it. Yeah. If they're just telling a story to tell a story, you know how those typically go. 
you know, but if they're they're actually going to tell a good story within that timeline, I'm okay with that. I'm not going to argue I would have much preferred they go somewhere completely different. Right. A lot of people have been saying it, right? We need to get out of the Star Wars saga. We need to get out of that timeline. And I would be cool with that. If they're going to stay within the Skywalker saga timeline, they need to tell good stories. Mm-hmm. As long as they're telling good stories, I'm on board. When the stories start getting dumb, oh, then I'm no longer interested. It's I guess pretty we're simple. Find out. So we're going to find out. Yeah, we're going to find out. So do you want this to get all, like, do you want this show essentially to end at Rogue One? Like, is that your, is that the goal? Because that's where we, that's what, that would be the next stage in the rebellion, right? The, the theft of the Death Star plans and and the, the initial uh, movement against, right? So is that what you would expect to see happen? I don't know if we'll go that far. Yeah, I don't know if they'll go that far. I mean, if we're five years before the Battle of Yavin, Rogue One being in that year, um, if it goes five four years seasons, to explore, if it would be like that's what I'm saying. Like if it went four seasons, if it would be like a year per season, this type of thing, would that maybe, be, maybe yeah. I don't know. I I I don't know. Um, I, I feel like if it ends with how Rogue One starts, well, that's how that's how Rogue One ends, right? With the start of of a new hope, right? Uh, it, it does. Literally, you see Leia. You it see it the, literally does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, four or whatever that ship is and stuff. So, but is it, that is that so? That's not something that you would like to see. You want you'd want to see it end before it. Would I get think to that so. Point? Okay. I think so. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, Rogue One was telling the story of that one sh- offshoot line. A lot of good people died trying to get these plans. That's the story they were telling us. No, 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 like, I get it. Was it. One get line, it. It was, so yeah, it makes it was, sense to end a, there. A twist of the line because the the line is actually Bothans. A lot of Bothans died, gave their lives for this data, but and we don't yes. see Bothans. So I mean, whatever. It's not. Yes. We're not going to slam them with cannon, but yeah, there's no line for this. Look, at the end of the day, if this ends up being a, a really cool Captain America, the Winter Soldier esque, taut political thriller over the course of. With Stellan Skarsgård up there just chewing the fuck out of scenery and Mon Mothma and all that jazz. I'm totally down for that. If it ends up being this quiet, bespoke character piece about Cassian Endor, get me the fuck out of there. Because yeah. no, thank you, sir. And that's yeah. what it, the first two episodes, that's what it looks like. And it I'm does. hoping they just did that just to establish his character. And now they can start. I hope so, too, because forward. he's not a likable character. Sure isn't. <laughs> like he's, he he's a fucking, like he's a murderer. And he's just not, he's just, he's just, and he's, and he's, he's a working. sleazy yeah, fucking. Like, it's weird that you don't really have a protagonist per se. I'm eager. You know what, JS? I, when you've watched the third episode, I want you to message me and tell me your thoughts. Because in my view, the more they put the focus on Stellan Skarsgård's character, the better. A hundred percent. He can absolutely put the show on his back and carry it throughout without any issue whatsoever. A hundred percent. So I would be totally okay with that. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, Crazy Mike says, hey, boys, like the Andor. Yeah. Mike messaged me last night after watching Andor. Yes, he messaged me. Like, oh, my God. This is so good. <laughs> Star Wars for adults. <laughs> so Mike loves it. Um, Jennifer Walterhouse says, uh, did you tell the story about Robert Picardo? Did I miss that part? You did not miss that part. We will be getting to that very, 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 very shortly. You pronounced her name wrong, by the way. Jennifer, Director of Operations. Oh, sorry, Jennifer, Director of Operations. Right. Sorry. 
titles. Uh, Hypergate Cosplay says, because they introduced Quill in Mando, I hope they introduce Qua- uh, such a cool such a cool world for the video games and books. I don't know who that is. Hope they bring it to the shows. I don't know who Quad is. I'm sorry. Uh, I also want Old Republic content. That's a slight on that man, sir. Andor does not look like Patrice Bergeron. That is incorrect. And and shame on you. Well, he kind of does a little bit, to be fair. Don't, hey, no. No, he doesn't. He kind of does a little bit. No. Um, and where we go from both of those is Mando. Where we go from both? I don't know. Sorry. I, Megan is saying that I'm not understanding what Megan is talking about. A Hypergate cosplay says the Acolyte will help scratch that itch, though. Something different. I hope so. The Acolyte is supposed to be in a, a little bit of a different timeline. Not super far off, but from what I understand, it will be a couple hundred years earlier. So uh, hopefully that'll be good. Yeah, Andor looks like Petrus bears wrong. He kind of does. No. Uh, yeah, he does. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Awful. You all ought to feel ashamed of yourself. Mike messaged me too. Apparently, Mike just put everyone on blast for his his opinions and thoughts on Andor. <laughs> he says I, I messaged everyone. everyone. <laughs> I think Megan is saying after uh, Andor and uh, Rogue One is Mando. It's not actually Mando is post Jedi, so it would mm-hmm. it would literally be uh, it would be Andor and then Rogue One and then A New Hope and then Empire and then Jedi and then Mando. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, I'm sure he. I'm sure he messaged you too, Michael. Yep. Yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike, Mikey was excited. He watched his three episodes, and he, and he and to be fair, he's just not just like me. Slap me if I ever say that again. But he's very particular. But and he doesn't like new things. He only likes old shit. So the fact that he's actually into this is. Hey, that's okay, man. I mean, listen. You know, these shows all can't be for everybody, and that is okay. If you don't like a show, it's okay. If you love a show, he's it's he okay. Kind of looks like Bergeron. I'm done arguing with you, Simps. I don't even know what to tell you. He kind of does. I'm going to kill all of you. It's terrible. He kind of does. He kind of does. So let's get off of Andor for a quick second here, and let's get back to London Comic Con. So we're still on Saturday. Um, We're in the middle of the day, and we've already met Dane and Dakota. And uh, we're just walking down the aisles. So just so you guys understand, so we've got our booth, and... It's crazy. People want to take pictures and, you know, craziness is happening. And then all of a sudden it slows down, right? Throughout the day, you've got periods where it slows down. So we don't just want to stand there because, you know, it's hot in these suits. It's hard on your feet. It's hard on your legs. So you want to move around a little bit. So it's like, okay, let's go walk around. As we turn the corner where the celebrities are, and I can't really see, right? I've got my helmet on, you know, and I can only see this much. And, uh... I see this guy with a hat and a mask on, and he's like, "Oh, can I? Can I film? Can I do a thing with you guys? That's a, can I do a thing with you guys?" It's like, "Yeah, sure." He was from the other side on the on the uh, um, celebrity side of things, so I was like, "Okay, so this is one of the celebrities who wants to do something with us." So sure, come on down. So he comes over and turns the corner, and he pulls his mac that mask down. He's like, "Okay," he's like, "I want to film a video. Let's go over here." And I'm like, "Wait, what? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, 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 come on, we're going to film a movie. And then Jess like, wait, what? What the fuck? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> and it was Robert Picardo. So he wanted to film this little clip. So we took a couple pictures with him, and then we filmed this little clip that he didn't get the, the, the shot that he wanted. I was kind of able to, from what Jen was filming, I was kind of able to replicate. No, not Jen. Was it Jen that was filming? I can't remember who was filming that shot, but. 
I was kind of able to get the angle that he was looking to get for his TikTok, and I made the TikTok, so, you know. We got to meet Robert Picardo. For those of you that don't know, Robert Picardo, the doctor on Voyager, Star Trek guy, uh, even Rob knew who he was. Yeah, Voyager was the only Star Trek show I watched from beginning to end. That was my my Trek show. And I know everybody hates it, or lots of people don't like it, but that was the one that... Only JS, only JS hates it, and he's wrong, that's all. So, to be fair, I don't hate Voyager. I just think it's one of the bottom-tier shows in the list of Star Trek shows. And you're probably right. It's I not like Discovery bad. <laughs> but... Yeah. Look at look you at know. the view count just just plummeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Here they are on about Star Trek again. Here goes another. Hey, here we go. Uh, Heard this one before. Yeah. He will always be Johnny Cab to me. That's who Robert Picardo is to me. If you if for the old folks, if you're familiar with Total Recall, the original Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was the Johnny Cab. Uh, he was on screen for all of about five minutes, but it was an it was fantastic. They molded his face. On some animatronic thing, and he had all these great lines, and yeah, Rob is a closet trekkie, very closet. Uh, yeah, very closet, extremely closet. <clears throat> um, Jennifer here is saying that Jamie was actually filming that, and then Jamie was saying his handler didn't understand. His handler wasn't he, understanding uh, what Robert Picardo was asking him to film. And you could tell he was getting annoyed at him. He was getting very annoyed with him. Yeah. <laughs> and like you could tell he's like, dude, like, how do you not understand what I'm trying to get here? And he's like, all right, whatever. And then he, he ran away. He didn't run away, but uh, that Valkyrie girl, Megan says, okay, that's so cool. He seems like a fun dude. He really is. He, he, was, he was really, yeah. really fun. Um, a little weird. He is a little weird. Like but, a little out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, appreci I, I appreciate, but yeah. I mean, he let's do... doesn't mind letting his freak flag fly. That's for sure. He's 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 an odd one. That one. The uh, um, what's his name? Cisco. Avery. Uh, Avery Brooks. Avery Brooks. He's weird. He's, well, no, he's a little gone a little past weird now. Yeah, he's you know he's cuckoo. He's off. Yeah, he's off his rockers a little he's bit, but thing, yeah. you know what? It doesn't affect how much I enjoyed his performance as Cisco. No, Same with Robert Picardo. If he's a little weird, I'm cool with that because you know what? I'm a little weird. So a little, <laughs> you know, I, I don't have a problem with that. He was nice to us. He said, you know, oh, no, a picture. Super, yeah. no, we I didn't pay love... for the picture. He was like, no. You know, I, took some pictures and did the video, yeah. and you know, I would sit down and have a conversation with uh, with Robert Picardo, Avery Brooks. I might be like, "Is there an escape route? Like, has I got like an easy, <laughs> yeah. easy way to get out of here?" If I'm not wrong. No. He was also on Orville. He was Alara's dad. Yes, he was Alara's dad. Yeah, I think he was only on just the two episodes there. But yes, oh, was he, he really? Was yep, yep. I did not know that. Oh, I must have I missed it. Was that in season in one of the early seasons? Laura. Uh, the first season, yeah, because Alara leaves at the end of the first season. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, it's that negative guy's is one fry short of a happy meal. <laughs> that would be that native guy. That would be uh, that would be Tim. Did you guys see the pic he took with DOA cosplays Greta the Gremlin? I did see him with the Greta the Gremlin picture. I mean, it's yeah, it, it feels good. like it's made the rounds. 
It's an amazing picture. I don't know who posted it, but I've I've seen it from multiple sources. It's it's pretty good. I heard he asked to take that shot and apparently took the picture and sent it to uh, the director or somebody involved in one of the original Gremlins. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I really wanted to snag a p- uh, picture with the the Gremlin, but I didn't get the opportunity. No, I mean they were walking around at one point, and but by the time we saw them, like they never stopped at the booth, right? So, yeah. Sometimes when people are walking by and you're seeing them, but you got to well, line I mean, up a people that are been, waiting. Yeah, and we might have been somewhere else. I sent them a message that too. when I when I knew they were going to do that. I said, "Oh, you got to stop by the Geeks and Co booth. I want a picture," but and couldn't make it happen. Yeah, it is what it Some is. Other time. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying earlier, you know, like. Um, there's a bunch of people that we see pictures coming out, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know that person was there." Yeah, like uh, Faz, Faz Guardian. Apparently, he was there. I Faz Guardian was there. I didn't see him. I didn't see him at all. He was he was steps from the booth, and I pointed to where the booth. I ran into him, and I pointed to where the, I'm like, "Yeah, we're right down there." He's like, "Yeah, cool." Never came to the booth. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I I I didn't see him at all. There was another guy in the um love and thunder thor get up there were three. Oh, there were three uh, okay so one of the other ones is in in the chat right now so Corey j carter was yes one of them. correct and then another gentleman uh named chris borges was also was a third one he was the one that was the cat he had like the trucker hat on as well as right oh i don't think i saw him no okay so the other one that you saw was definitely Corey, and he he spent some time at the booth with the rest of the that i didn't notice yes i didn't know who he was on the spot uh or somebody may have said something but in the commotion and and it's all the commotion and wearing the predator mask like mine's got some super glue on the lens like i can barely see anybody you can't see a lot you can't hear a lot people can't hear you it's uh yeah, it, it can be it can be tough sometimes. Uh, Tony DeBella says, "Hey guys, oh, I love that uh, xenomorph. There. Are you actually working on xenomorph? <laughs> All three of us are like, oh, shit, look at that xenomorph. Look at that xenomorph. Who is this guy? <laughs> I'm assuming this is also him as well. Hey guys, enjoyed the Predator costumes. Thank you so much. Uh, if you're working on a xenomorph costume, uh, you should be getting in touch with us. Yeah, reach out. Uh, reach out because that is a project that we've been thinking about." putting into place that, if there's already secret. somebody doing that the super secret project we weren't going to be talking about is that, is that well no that's no no that's not it oh that's, that's not it no 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 what i don't even know what it is then what the hell is the super secret project it's not that it's super secret it's just no that secret. we don't necessarily want to talk about it until we're actually doing it okay, cool. yeah. this point, me, right i may not be the director of operations we we right? have told you actually oh you have all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, just yeah. can't remember but we have told you when, when you i tell you you be like oh yeah that's right you fucking old man you just no no, no no you uh anyone going to Niagara? Uh, oh hey was the usmc from... oh wow sorry sorry sorry, sorry. so tony DeBellis was the usmc guy from saturday with the face that the, the chest buster coming out of his armor um i remember now yes uh, I love that. Actually, I've been printing some flexi chest busters. Uh, well, that's what I want to work on for next 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 year. I want to work on a Hudson uh, USMC. So I might have to get in touch with Tony there and get some tips from him on on his. Yes, yes, yes. His was pretty good. It was nice. really, really good. Uh, Jokes on quote says, "Anyone going to Niagara uh, Niagara Falls Horror Fest?" Unfortunately, I am not. Jeff, are you? No, sir. 
No, I think Hamilton will be the last one. I have some other uh, other gigs lined up uh, in October, but d- uh, no cons. So I think I think Hamilton Comic Con this Sunday will be the last con. Uh, Jamie season, heard me. So. <laughs> uh, somebody here, uh, Ice K Voice. I, I never remember her actual name. Says Allie. I got a picture with the strongest Avenger. So what's her name? Allie. Oh, A-L-I. that's also Allie. That's is that the same as uh, Psycho in? Yes. It is the same. Same. Okay. Same. Perfect, perfect. Good to know. Easy podcast. Uh, that Valkyrie girl saying seeing is key for recognizing people. Well, yes, for sure. Um, but it, it's kind of a weird sensation when you're in the mask. It, it's almost like you're in a little tiny world. I, I, as silly as that sounds, like your world is this big, and stuff is happening around you, and it's just noise. And it's right? black and white. It's and... black and white noise, right? Like when you take your mask off, it's like all of a sudden you're seeing in 4K and you can see down the hall. And you, you know what I mean? Like it's Colors very are so vibrant. And... Yeah, it's yeah. a very, you laugh, but it's a very weird experience being in that helmet for six hours and then taking it off and then realizing, oh, there's a bunch of stuff going on, right? Like it's, it's quite strange. So. Guys, if we don't recognize you at the con or we're not saying hi or, or it's not because we're ignoring you, but it sometimes is a lot to process when, like I said, it's just noise and, and, and this, right? So They're so high. It, 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 and they're so high. <laughs> well, there's that too. Uh, I got yelled at for it and didn't even know. Uh, Jamie says, I don't know what that means. Magic Mike, I don't know what that means either. Uh, Michael says, I'll be there at Hamilton on Sunday. I will see you there, my friend. That is also when I will be there. <laughs> the colors, cosplay says, hey, guys. The colors are so vibrant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are. When you're wearing, like, uh, sunglasses for... I just love how she's... I love how she's dick-punching you guys over being super high at the con the whole time. That's great. But And, and the worst part is, is, to be fair, at London Comic Con, we weren't. Like, we weren't really. It was it's so busy. It was so hectic. It was so go 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 go. Um, fan Expo, <laughs> Fan Expo. I mean, we were on our feet for four days, man. We needed some pick me up during the day because yeah, yeah. An elegant weapon. What's going on, brother? Good to see you, Jay. Nice to see you. That's a great podcast you guys should listen to. By the way, an elegant weapon, amazing. Hey, Keith is in the chat as well. Yep. But you guys had a good time at London Comic Con. The pics were amazing. Thanks, bud. Thanks for coming by. Always great seeing you. His his Superman is his suit is legit. It looks oh, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It looks really good. Yep. He's like a mega. Like once you follow his account, you see how much Superman merch he has. Like he's like a mega fan for sure. Hmm. Well, uh, Rachel Zed says, "I don't know if you guys saw me, but I was Scarlet Witch on Saturday. Uh, were you the one that was then looking for Mike on Sunday because Mike had taken a picture of you on his phone? Let me know if that was you." Because uh, there were a bunch of Scarlet Witches on Saturday. Uh, Tony says, sweet, your Flexi Buster's next project going to be a smart gunner and reworking of the Xeno soon. I, I want to oh, see the yeah. Xeno. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the same. Aw. She says, yes, I was. Okay. So there you go. So she was the one that was with the doc, the other Doc Ock. Uh, uh, that's Maybe. Yeah. Because I think, Rachel, on Sunday, you just had the headpiece on, right? And then your friend was the Lady Doc Ock with the 
That's very yeah, like possible. She was there on Saturday in full, and then on Sunday was. And then just on Sunday, she just had the headpiece. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember. I remember. Uh, guys, we've been on for almost an hour there, and uh, we're still only on Saturday. But I mean, Sunday. Sunday, 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 fun day. <laughs> That's what. Yes, she was. Sunday, Jeff go. shows up. Sunday, Jeff shows up, and Jeff is in his Cobb van. Mike was. is in his wedge uh, Antilles. Uh, and we're right across from the 501st booth, guys. So the 501st is across the hall, and we've got Star Wars character in their booth yelling, come and take pictures with the Predators. You it know what's better genius. than a picture on a speeder bike? Picture, with picture of predator. a Predator on a speeder bike. <laughs> I, I love yeah. when that guy said that. I was like, yeah, cool, but I ain't getting on that in this armor. <laughs> yeah. Like, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was very good, but that guy, their mouthpiece. Ah, uh, he was good. He was fantastic. I mean, I mean, you know, who uh, was the best was the guy playing the uh, the stormtrooper in the shooter tr- stormtrooper for charity booth. Oh, that, that guy, guy was, was awesome. Yeah, I've trooped I've trooped with that guy quite a few times, and yeah, he he brings it every time. He's a, he's a super good dude. He was amazing. Yeah. Um. I don't even know what else to say. I mean, I I went and I shot him a little bit and just for the hell of it because they're like, oh, come and shoot him. And, you know, they want Yeah. The 501st crowd definitely depends on where you are and where they've come from because that, that, that 501st contingent that was mostly from London and then points west. So guys from Chatham, guys from Windsor, you didn't, I don't think there were any of the, the, the Toronto based 501st, which seems to be where most of the dick holes reside for the 501st. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I, I do have a much better experience with the 501st guys that are in London and then, and then yeah, they, West. they seem to be a little bit more. Yeah. Look, we make fun of the 501st, but yeah. you know, at the end of the day, most of them are okay. It's. You know, there's always a couple bad apples, and there's always going to be that everywhere, and and we rag on them, but you know, <laughs> listen, they they were really good about it, and 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 a couple of them after the show came up to us and says, hey, it was really awesome to have you guys across the hall. They're like, it brought traffic, and the ambiance was amazing, and that they ambiance. enjoyed having us just as much as we enjoyed having them there. Yeah, so it worked it, really well for it. Did it, yeah. it? It really did. Uh, Rachel Z said, I only wore the headpiece because it was a little difficult to, to move in the Eva. EVA. Oh, EVA. Oh, yeah, actually, she was showing yeah. me uh, her costume from Saturday, and, and she was showing me the, the, the bodice piece that, that she had made in fashion and everything else. And, yeah, she did a heck of a job. What about Saturday Night, the Cosplay Contest? I, 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 oh, it's the, it's that native guy saying, forgot to cover Saturday Cosplay Contest. We didn't talk about the Cosplay Contest, to be fair. I uh I could I, I didn't really see a lot of it. I know that man the Mando one. Uh Groot in London came in second. And I forget who came in third. Uh amazing cosplays. That and, Mando um, was very good. He's yeah. Very good Mando. I forget uh, his name, I'm sorry, but he's in the chat. Thor was a worthy cosplay. I think he came in uh that was his first time at a con, his first cosplay, I believe. Was he the one that came in third? Uh, I don't know if he came in third, but he, I think he came in first or second in, uh, in like one of the other categories. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, so both him and Groot uh, placed in that. Yep. So uh, and speaking says, of Groot, can we talk about how great it was to have him at the booth on Sunday, especially filling oh, in for awesome. you guys whenever yeah, you guys would get Yeah, it out? was awesome. Yeah. 
I mean, it was great so to have good. him there because he brings just as much Burn. traffic as we do. Especially the kids, right? Especially like, the kids. My goodness. And it was fantastic to be able to step away from the booth and go do other stuff and still have somebody there to entertain people and take pictures with people and still have... You know what I mean? Like, as silly as that sounds, we want people to be able to take that on. You know what I mean? We want people to take advantage of You've got a spot to come and take pictures at, right? Yeah, come and hang yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. You know, and when people say, hey, can I get a picture with you? Yeah, jump into the booth and take a picture with people. You know what I mean? Like, sure, of course. That's what it's there for, right? Even if you're some weird guy wearing an Iron Man suit that we don't know that hangs out there all day. Yeah, and, and you know what? And that was fine. Like That you was know, fine. He was I harmless. know. He was I know. We were just kind of I mean, at first I was like, who the heck is this? But I still you know don't know what? who that was, by the way. I don't know. At the end of the day, knows. that was completely Does anybody cool. know who the Iron Man was in our booth on Sunday? That just stayed the best part about that guy, what I liked about that guy, and I don't know why, but his, his whole suit was falling apart and he didn't care. <laughs> he, didn't well, he, he didn't give a shit. But he was like, I'm so good looking, it doesn't matter. I'm like, well, at least you're humble about it. That's, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Smoky Jam, uh, Jamie says, the 501st had some great dudes. Um, Loki Quinn says, wait, wait, what about Saturday night? You forgot about Saturday night. I don't know what they're talking about, the Saturday night thing. So the uh, Saturday night thing. Uh, oh, like So after the out? con. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess. Okay. We were all beat, and we didn't feel like making dinner or whatever, so we all went out for dinner. And uh, we all got a little silly, uh, and we really actually got to meet Three Pint Mike for real. Doesn't take much, does uh, it? Who was, you know, singing karaoke, minus the karaoke part. Uh, I, oh, I mean... So lonely. <laughs> so lonely. So lonely. <laughs> Listen, you had to be there, but I mean, uh, listen, we had a great time. Mike, Mike, Mike's a blast. I mean, I I don't know that I have laughed that hard in so long. Jen at one point was like, "Oh my god, my face is hurting <laughs> from laughing." Uh, we had a really really good time. Uh, what was the new nickname we came up for Mike? I forget now. Ah, damn it, we came up with a new nickname for Mike. Oh well. All I can think of are the existing uh, existing ones. Three Pint Mike and uh, the El Quattro team. But there's six of us. Hey, Man Legend Heroes in the house. Dickhole reporting for duty. What's up, bud? Speaking of dickholes, it's Nick. Uh, Nick, are you going to be at the Fear Mall this weekend? I'm assuming you are. Uh, we'll, I'm going to try to drop by. I mean, I won't be in costume, but I'm still going to try to drop by and say hi to everybody and, you know, grab coffee and all that stuff. For those that you don't know, a fear mall is a outdoor vendor, uh, thing set up for Halloween, uh, at the deadly grounds cafe. So they got a big giant parking lot there. So they can have like an outdoor mall type setup where people can go and shop. And it's gonna be a lot of Halloween stuff, a lot of horror themed stuff. They're calling it fear mall. It's put together by the gentleman that runs super Zuka. If you've been to the uh, Deadly Grounds Cafe, Superzuka is like a little store that's inside the cafe that sells all sorts of merch and mugs and costumes and so on and so forth, who also happens to have a really, really nice Predator mask, like the mask mask of the face of the Predator. So That yeah. might actually be gone now. I think they were planning on replacing that space with something else. but So they didn't. Uh, it is gone. He took it home because they did it something else in the window setup for, for Halloween. Right. Is it coming back? 
I think it might be coming back eventually. Uh, yes, it's pretty good. I mean, it's his. The mask is his. So uh, I, I, I assume it will be coming back. Like Corey J. Carter says, you guys being stacked together seem to work really well. If one of you wasn't yelling, the other was. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming you're talking about the 501st and us being next to each other. I think it really it did really work well, I think. I think it like did. A lo- I think from a distance, people would see the 501st and be like, ooh, Star Wars. And then they would hear us and they'd turn around and be like, oh, shit, Predators. <laughs> no, I, I, think other. I, think, I think actually it might have been the other way around. I think they would have, I think they saw like, oh, look at those cool Predators. Oh, I guess there's some Star Wars guys over there, too. Uh, Thor's Worthy saying uh, third in novice. He got third in novice gospel. Right, well, that's amazing yeah. anyway. Well, that's what Rachel uh, Z is saying that uh, she came in first. Oh, really? It was my first time using foam. Oh, perfect. Very cool. Congratulations. Congrats, everybody. Absolutely. Good job, guys. Absolutely. Smokey Jam says, uh, Steve, yeah, Groot was rad. He really was. He was a cool dude. Steve's the best. Steve and his wife and his 14 kids. Like, he's like the the best. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I didn't know that they were his kids and his wife. And they, and at what point they're hanging around the booth and I'm like, why are these people hanging around the yeah, booth? Who are all these kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, like I see her walking to the back through our change room, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I walk in there, and she's helping him getting out of his groots, and I'm like, yeah. oh, sorry. <laughs> but when we did we did the premiere for Thor Love and Thunder, and I was Captain America, and he was Groot or whatever at uh, Imagine Cinemas here in, in London, and yeah, he had the had the... Had the whole darn Partridge family bus with him. It was it was great. Is he in the chat? I don't think he's in the chat. I don't think he's in the chat. He's not here tonight. No. We talked about doing some Arduino and LEDs, and I just uh, maybe Thor can let him know. I got it right here. Nice. Yes. Yes. Uh, It's a native guy. Says I had emceeing the. I'm assuming he meant I was. I was emceeing the event. I'm guessing you're talking about the. Uh, cosplay contest and if that was you that's awesome you should check out our Facebook page we've got a ton of pictures of the cosplay contest so our photographer although we couldn't make it to watch the cosplay contest he did and he took a bunch of pictures so there's a bunch of pictures of you and the cosplayers so if you guys were in the cosplay contest make sure you go check out our Facebook page there's a bunch of pictures there it's a native guy's correcting. You had fun emceeing the cosplay event, so I guess it was you. Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, he gave us a shout out, even though we couldn't get on stage because we didn't know it. Yeah, to. so we hadn't registered. So I guess you have to register ahead of time for these things, right? And uh, we're like trying to figure out, okay, like, can we get in on this? Like, how are we supposed to do this? And that's where somebody was like, oh, no, no, you had to register ahead of time. And and he's on stage on the mic, and he sees us, and he's like, "Oh, predators are coming up!" And we're like, "Well, no, sorry, we're not. We didn't. We never registered for the contest." Uh, but that was cool, anyway. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we had a great time. I mean, we've been on guys for over an hour, so highlights for you guys. Best part of the show. I mean, it was pretty, let's be honest here. It was pretty cool to meet uh, Dane and Dakota and having them stop by our booth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the highlights for me are always just uh, being able to like meet and hang out with all the other cosplayers. Like, I think that's one of the great things about our booth and the experience we bring is just sort of the the atmosphere and what we set up to allow people to come and chat and hang out and interact with other people. Honestly, that's what it is for me, just being able to meet new people like uh, Steve and 
all the other cosplayers hanging mm. out with you know Ricardo and uh, and Dana Dakota was fun and all, but it's more about meeting new people for me. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, Jeff. Yeah, same. Yeah, just the the booth watching watching you guys work your magic and and bringing the people in and and helping with with all of that. That's that it sounds corny and cheesy as fuck, but that's that's why we're there, right? Yeah. Um, for me, I love doing the podcast when we do the live and the walk around. That's that's always a highlight for me. Getting to to talk to the cosplayers and talk to the vendors and and we got to talk to Matt as well. And and yeah, that's. I think we we offer something that that most of the other ones, not really anybody else is doing, is is giving people that that experience of what it's like to be at the con live through our through our window. And I think that's that's a that's an invaluable service that we're providing. So you are amazing at that. I will say this: I am awkwardly weird around face to face people. Like you know, we can talk like this over you know internet and and. When I'm face to face with people, like I tend to be a little bit weird, and you men are just fucking on all the time. Like you're on yeah. fire, man. You're just friggin' go 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 go, dude. You are amazing. When we're doing these lives at the shows, that's why I'm constantly giving the mic back to you because you're so friggin'. <laughs> I like, just feel terrible because I feel like I'm hogging the whole goddamn podcast. Don't no. don't. I mean, you're so good at it, man. I mean, Thanks, you're bro. yeah. Another. Uh, piece of that i just want to interject here was when we uh when dan and dakota were doing their their panel on stage and we we got you in there to ask a question like you nailed that as well too like thanks man oh yeah 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 i just like talking to people that's that's this whole thing is born of just me interacting with people Mm -hmm. so that's all it is just channeling that in there and 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 asking the questions that i'd like to be asked if someone's interviewing me for a, a cosplay thing right so yeah gents 5 a.m comes way too early no shit i'm at i've already been at work for an hour by 5 a.m We'll see you again in the future. We'll keep you posted on what's happening with my alien bills. I'm. Uh, we need to find this dude's social. Yeah, I need, I yes, need to get in touch sure. with him. Yes, sure. Tony. Let us know who you are on Instagram. Yeah, yeah please connect with us on Instagram so we yeah. know what your your Instagram is, so we can start. You know. Oh, I think he originally messaged uh, from his Facebook. Maybe I can throw him on there. Yeah. Hey guys, Tony Debellis from Facebook. Okay, maybe I'll throw it on from there. Cool. There you go. There I you go. That dude's brain. Anyways, yeah, we should probably Perfect. start wrapping her up. Right? What about you, JS? What was your highlight? Um, for me, it's very, very hard. I mean, it was such a great weekend. I mean, from meeting and, and filming that little silly clip with Robert Ricardo to Dane and Dakota, not just meeting them, but them taking time out of their day to come to our booth and hang out with us at our booth to meeting Matthew Taylor. If you guys don't know who Matthew Taylor is, he's another monster actor, you know, what a, what a stunt man, cool dude, yeah. super cool dude, super cool, dude. uh, what blew my mind is when we got to the booth and they knew who they knew who we were. I'm like, how do, wait, wait, these guys are celebrities at this show. How the fuck do they know who we are? And then his girlfriend, wife, manager, whatnot. She's like, oh yeah, yeah. She's like, we follow you. And she turns towards Jen and she goes, I know who you are. I'm Jen too. Uh, <laughs> so awesome. I was like, oh wait a second, they actually know who we are. Yeah. So went to follow went, went to follow them and they're already following us. Yeah, it was uh, follow back. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, they're already yeah. following us. Like awesome. Uh so Matthew was awesome. I didn't know he was from the GTA. Uh so he is in the GTA. So we pitched him to come on the podcast one day. So you can expect hopefully. Hopefully. Matthew to come on the podcast at one point, and hopefully, if he's local, maybe if we do some sort of a live event one day, maybe we can get him to show yeah, up or something. Yeah. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna talk to him and see if we can do something with it because he was really cool. 
Uh, so that was thanks neat. guys in the chat. I appreciate that. Uh, it's, it's that native guy, uh, Ali and even Stu, Stu paying me a compliment. I, I used to work with Stu. I've known Stu for, I don't know how many years and that, that might be the first compliment I've ever gotten from Stu. So yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks guys. Appreciate it. That's good. It's nice. Oh, dude, you're, you're amazing out there. You're an awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, guys. Who's amazing. You guys, I mentioned this before to you guys too. You guys in those suits tirelessly four and five and six hours out of a con, you can't see, you can barely breathe. You, you're pouring sweat. You're sore. You're on your feet the whole time. Your boots suck. Like I can't even, and you, you motherfuckers aren't getting paid for any of this shit. You're just doing it for the love of the game. So and to bring the experience to people guys don't undersell that. Cause that's everything. The booth I, isn't there without you guys in there and your predators just murdering it every time we go out. Well, and I, I really, really appreciate that. Um, and we love to do it. We really do. I mean, I do anyway. I don't know about I Rob. Do. Yeah. Uh, I love doing it. Like I was saying earlier before we even got live, gone live, it's hard not to love it when you step out of those curtains in that predator suit and people lose their fucking minds. Like you feel like a rock star. Yeah. It's hard not to like that feeling. It's hard not to want to keep doing it. The flip side of it, Jeff, is you can say that as much as you want, but without you, without Jen, without Jamie, without Mike, without Megan, without everybody showing up, we don't have a booth. We're just a couple cosplayers walking the show. Well, I'm not saying yeah, it's not a team effort. I just right? appreciate team what effort. you guys do because I know how much you suffer being in those costumes. So I just want you guys to know it's appreciated by us, by me, by everybody. Well, appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. I really do. Uh, Dr. Caber, Caber, I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Oh, you guys were the Predators. Those were some sick cosplays. Thank you very, very much. Yes, we that were the Predators. Nice. One's right here. If you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook, yeah, you see can see Instagram my Predator right there. I just put him back together today. I still hadn't unpacked anything. Like, all my shit was still in was bins. Waluigi, and I took a picture with you. So cool. Oh, hey, you were Waluigi. It's funny. Uh, somebody tagged you. Actually, it was Marianne. Tagged <laughs> you in a picture today. Sam, right? I think your name's Sam. Uh, uh, Marianne tagged you in the picture today. Uh, that was an amazing Waluigi. We got a great picture of him with a rose in his mouth. It was awesome. The director uh, of operations says, and I will continue, and they will continue to suffer because I won't let them stop. That's right. Well, that's okay because, you know what, if it wasn't for the people behind us, I, I don't know that, again, like I said, we would just be cosplayers, right? And we'd still just be doing, you know, a day at Fan Expo and a day at at Comic-Con, and, and that's that, right? It's it's everybody coming together that has enabled us to be able to actually try to put on a show, right? Like, to provide a space and create an atmosphere at these conventions. It's sometimes intimidating. So, so this is something I was thinking about, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but when you're a cosplayer, especially if you're a younger cosplayer and you're just getting into cosplay, it could sometimes be intimidating going to some of these shows and seeing some of the professional cosplayers and some of the Iron Mans walking around and the groups in London walking around and the having a place in an environment where you can just hang out and just chill and just cosplay. Yeah, and just like be yourself. Space, yeah. A safe space for you guys to honest? just do your thing. I that's really at the end of the day, I think what the Geeks Company is about at the shows. Obviously, we're a lot more than that in the grand scheme of things, but at the shows, I feel like that's that's what people want and what people like, and 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 I'm hundred percent there for it. I've only been doing this 
you know, since Fan Expo 2021, that was my first time in cosplay at a con. So I'm 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 very new to this. And what we're what we seem to be the atmosphere we're creating, like no one else seems to be doing that. Did that exist in the past? And I'm surprised that. Yeah, it it, it it kind of no, not really. I mean, I think that was what I think that was what Sean kind of wanted to do initially, Sean Ward. But I think um, Sean's a friend, so I'm not trying to be. Uh, I'm not gonna. I, I I don't think ultimately that that's what happened, right? Unfortunately. So yeah. there's there's our buddy Steve. There he is. Um, I I think I think Andrew said it best. Um, from Fan Expo, he said, "You gave Wayward Cosplayers a place to be, a place to go, a place to hang out." Yeah, I, that quote stuck in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, agreed. Uh, I, I think that's what we have to do moving forward, and it doesn't matter what your level. What I always hear about this level shit. I've been in this game for nearly seven years, and I always hear about levels and bullshit. Yeah, and, I and, see that in people's posts, and, I'm like, and a lot of the the grief I give the five hundred first is from a lot of that too, right? Like, like you're not at the level to be part of our group. Like, you need to be this, and you're that. Like that. Like that's never going to be us. We can have the love in for the five hundred first that we want, or the other groups that are like that. But that's we don't care. You could be just wearing like a Deadpool hoodie and calling it a cosplay. We're like, cool, you're a cosplayer. Yeah, come hang out with out, us in our booth. Yeah. Like we don't like there's no barrier yeah. to entry to come hang out with the geeks and co. Right? That's what we're doing. It's not just about entertaining, it's it's giving people a place to congregate and, and have fun. As yeah. long as we can still get people through the booth, then come hang out at the booth. Like that's why we're there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Right? Yep. Uh, Grin London says, "Gonna have to rewatch." Yes, sir. Uh, you come up a lot, Steve. You come up yeah, a lot. We talked about you quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, just yeah, wear yeah, your yeah, shit yeah. and enjoy. Exactly. Just wear your yeah. shit and enjoy. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree, Michael. But a lot of people, there's a lot of people that don't cosplay because they feel weird cosplaying. Like, if that makes sense, it's they want to do it, but they don't do it because they don't want people to laugh at them. And it's like, well, fuck those people. Just come and hang out. You know, like come and cosplay. Yep. And, and you don't have to cosplay to come to a con, but if you want to dress up, then you're cosplaying. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. Oh, and by the way, you don't have to be in cosplay to come hang out at the booth either. No, you don't. All you oh. have to really do is not be an asshole. Basically, that's what we're all about. Right? That's it. Yeah. As long as you're not a raging dickhole, uh, Nick... Uh, yeah, Nick, so if you can just Nick's, cut... No, 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 that's fine. Nick is, Nick is accepting <laughs> the rule. You got to have one exception to the rule. That's Nick. Okay, but there's only one Nick in this club. What? There's only yes. one Nick in this oh, club. Agreed. No, that's fine. <laughs> he only comes around infrequently, anyway, so that's that's fine. He's he most he's mostly going to be geeks and cold. Made my Comic Con experience 100. Was so glad to meet JS and Rob and hand out with my boy Jeff, Steve, man. Any fucking time, dude. L like literally anytime. We're in the same town, brother. We can hang out anytime you want. And Steve, like I was uh, telling your man uh, Thor today. I just got my Arduinos today, so uh, we'll chat about this in the future. Uh, yeah, Rob's got some stuff to figure out for me, so uh, he needs yeah. to start learning Arduino coding. Yeah, because we were uh, chatting about that uh, at the con. So, mm -hmm. oh, Here's... were you really now? Yeah, yeah. He he's gotten he's actually ahead of me. He told me he uh, he already bought some Arduinos and he was just having some troubles getting it going. So mm. I'm catching up to him. To be be with yeah, guys. we need to figure that out because if if we do what I want to do, both our cosplays need. Well, yours is mainly lights. Right. Mine needs actual. I ordered two, JS. I got you covered. 
No coding needed, boys. Lots of copy yeah. and paste. Yeah, and that's the advantage of Arduino. Is that there's so many people working with Arduino now that you can pretty much just go online and, and look up for the code for what you want to do. And yeah, I'll, to I'm going to cover this in a future build video, perhaps. But uh, Jeff is sleepy. You need to start great. filming some of that. Yes. Sleepy Jeff. Yes, we're going to let Jeff go. We've been on for over like an hour and 22 minutes, guys. It's it's 8.20. We're way past our bedtime. Well, the old man's bedtime anyway. Listen. Guys. That's fair. That's true. Uh, first of all, thanks so much, everybody, for watching and sticking with us. We still have 16 people watching, which is awesome. Actually, we've got five people watching us still on uh, Facebook and Instagram, and then 16 people. Wow, that's awesome. 15 people now on uh, on Instagram. But guys... Thanks for sticking it with us. Thanks, thanks for watching. Um, this is really the end of the con season for the Geeks and Company. Jeff, you are going to two events next weekend. <laughs> this weekend, sir. In two days, sir. Yeah. Not next weekend. This fucking weekend. Saturday, I will be in Renfest at Oxford Renfest in Dorchester, mm -hmm. Ontario. I will be with Crazy Mike Cosplay and Cosplins. Uh, and on Sunday, I will be at Hamilton Comic Con. I will be with uh, my brother Ed, uh, Snowhawk Cosplay. He will be debuting his Deadpool, and I will be digging out Cable, which I haven't worn in like three and a half years. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And then, yeah, hopefully, I think that's the end of the the con, <laughs> the con season. Yeah, yeah it really is for Jeff us. Is no longer the old guy. Thanks, Keith. I need some help in that, brother, because yeah. <laughs> these young whippersnappers give me all the grief. Yeah, I mean, for us, I mean, like I said earlier, we might do, well, I might go to the Fear Mall on the weekend just to check it out and hang out, yeah, but I'm not going to sure. be dressing up or anything like that. Yep. We might, if they wanted to have us again this year, do Halloween at the Deadly Grounds, or at least yeah. the Saturday before Halloween. I don't know. I Even if not, that. we're going to do uh, what we normally do for the last few years local. We're going to go around and uh, where, yeah, we just, are, where we're at and yeah. interact with local businesses and whatnot. But that's about it. You know, after that, it's getting back to making videos and builds and new costumes. We're working on stuff in the offseason for getting yeah, ready for, exactly. for, for March at the, uh, at the least and then Fan Expo at the most, right? Yeah. So, yeah, man. We got plans. We got plans, kids. Yeah, Rob, anything you want to uh, shout out or talk about or mention before we log off here? No, not really. I think I've uh, called it all out. I'm good. Pass it on. Alrighty. I, oh my God. <laughs> Gruden London says, pulled my abductor muscle in the left leg. <laughs> that, that costume was something For the else. Love of the game, buddy. Yeah. It, it, it was something else. Hey guys, uh, as always, if you want to be part of the podcast, make sure you get in touch with us, uh, especially if you have a specific topic you want to discuss, get in touch with us. Even if you don't want to be the one talking about it, but it's just something that you would like to hear us talk about, send us a message. Let us know what these topics are. If you want to be on the podcast, shoot us a message. We'll set up a time for you guys to be. It's that native guy says me, me, me. Uh, message us either uh, at Geeks & Co. or Messiah Complex Cosplay. We'll figure something out. Uh, and in the meantime, I think that's going to be it for today. We're almost an hour and a half in. I think it's that time to say make sure you stay geeky. Thanks for watching. See you next week.